tomorrow night. I would watch it. Want a drink? I never drink. Ah, oh, no one in my family ever drinks. That's great. You probably never run out of ice your whole life. <laughs> I don't drink because drinking affects your decision making. You may be right. I can't decide. It's <laughs> just a little humor. <clears throat> Where's the rest of this movie? The recovery revolution will be oh, podcast on the Sims Right head. Now Addiction Recovery Network. Oh, that's funny. <clears throat> Welcome to the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Podcast, the podcast of clean and sober, K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R, and SinceRightNow.com, with your hosts in recovery, Jeff, Matt, and Chris. Excuse me. That's the Chris horn. Well, um, they love it when you, um, love it when I, um, so, so thanks for playing that little clip of Arthur. Yeah. That was nice. I kind of, I I think I want to see that movie now. That was actually mixed into the original theme mix for the show which I forget what the the song bed I had for I think it was Right Here Right Now by by, uh, Right Here Right Now no no, not that one that was Jesus Jones no no the the other one Uh, (laughs) Right Here Right Right Now now. I don't know man Right Here it's like Moby or something okay Uh, um, it was probably a sample if it was Moby (laughs) yes Uh, so so hi everybody hey hey should we, uh, hi, Lynn, Lynn's back, Ron's Hello. back, mayor of Chat Town. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mr. Mayor. Who run Chat Town? Tip of the cap <laughs> Master to, to Blaster you. Master Chat Town. All right. So, uh, we want to go around the horn? We can. Sure. Or, we or do a check-ins? Yeah. Housekeep? Do we have housekeeping? Okay. Well, I'll wait till it, uh, it's not exactly housekeeping. It'll be my horn check-in thing. Okay. Who went last week first? You did. Who? You, you did. did. Oh, okay. So it's, I think uh, it's Matt's turn. It's my turn? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. I am feeling great Good. this evening. Uh, my life is tumultuous. a bit of chaos, a little tumult. Tumult. Uh, but, oh, yes. <laughs> but out here on the docks in this thick pea soup mist, <laughs> the smell of mackerel. <laughs> Salt air. Uh, no, I feel good. I feel good um, because uh, you know there's a lot of lot to be grateful for. As much chaos and tumult is in my life right now, yeah, it has been so much worse. I think that yeah. I am benefiting from mm. my proximity to utter chaos. Hmm. You know, being just four and a little over four and a half years removed from near-death drunken misery, mm-hmm. yeah. you get that extra little perspective. Yeah. So good. I, I did some soul-searching of late and kind of took stock mm. of my life. And I'm like, what's better and what's worse? Right. And the better column was was right. really beefy. So, uh, <laughs> beefy. Beefy. It was 
Beefy gordita. Check out this chart. <laughs> Check out the beef. Yeah. Cheesy, beefy gordita. I think gordita. of everything in terms of meat. Uh, so I put it on the scale. and That's cool. No. Yeah. So, But, but it's, it's interesting that good. you're not the chaos creator. Uh, no, 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 I, of course I am the chaos creator. No, but Jeff. you're not, you, four and a half years ago, you were the chaos creator. I was the, uh, yes, I was like a weather machine, right. just making all the weather. <laughs> and, uh, now I'm, I'm making some weather. I'm experiencing some weather. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? But it all seems very normal. Life, it is, right? It's just life stuff, man. Yeah. And how it's cool to... Be able to experience life with a clear head yeah. and know that things happen. And you know what? I'm dutifully employed. Mm-hmm. Got a lovely home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still have a lovely partner mm-hmm. and uh, my family. And you know, man, you know, my kids are great. Like, come on, that's good. Mm-hmm. Come on, you you big nut Bug. job. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't come up with a meat <laughs> a meetonym. Uh, but anyway, so I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. good. Jeff is I'm obviously so feeling good. Autumnal today. Yeah, I, I wore my fall shirt. It screams fall. It's a. I'd say it's a Henley shirt. Butternut squash is the color. Butternut squash. Mm-hmm. I would picture. say it is. It's out, I've already gotten some trouble. It's from, a little pumpkin spicy. It is. I couldn't um, buy another gray sh- gray anything. Yeah. I just had so a lot of gray. New? Yeah. It's new. I brought it today. Nice. It today at Old Navy. Walked in there, bought my kids a bunch of stuff. That's why I was there. Uh Because you saw it and you're like, I was like, I'm getting that. You're coming home with daddy on my body. Yeah. You were topless when you walked in. That's right. I like it. Yeah. Pumpkin spice. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, um, Yeah. I'm just checking checking in this week. It's been since last week. I feel like I had more to say last week, but I had, yeah, uh, 29th anniversary from Big John tonight at the meeting. Okay. Uh, that was good. Fantastic. He spoke. Yeah. And it was it was very emotional. I would say he uh, he was going through through some shit, choked up a couple times. And I think what what I got out of the whole thing was as you and then just running into you, thinking about how in recovery that we when chaos happens, the fear of the unknown happens. That's the big fear we have. Right. You know, these just change happens and we all whether whatever this is, new job, new this, new that, we don't know what's going to happen, so we have this great fear. And the way that we get through the fear, we used to drink a lot. Sure. And now we, I, I, it was interesting to see how he was describing the overwhelming fear of looking into the future, which we've all faced, bringing it back down to, oh, yeah, I can just do what I can do right now, right? Yeah. And just not drink, make calm things down. Not make things worse, mm-hmm. and so anyway, I thought that was it was very it was a very that time of year kind of time. It was good. It was a nice talk just to feel mm. the him dealing with the, you know he's 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 kind of got to start over in his life and just that sucks. But we all do, right? <clears throat> we all have these moments. I don't know how many you get in life where you just shit to every ten years. I don't know, you know, where you just. <laughs> Oh, something happens where you're just like chaos and yeah. you got to start over. I don't yeah. know. I've had five, six, seven of them. Right. Yeah, me too. Mostly I've struck that Jeff's 70 years old. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, Once oh. Every 10 years. Right. You just got to do. I don't know what happens. It's the Nor'easter. <laughs> I, it is. But I, I, I get that. Right. Now, I've burned it to the ground a couple times. Right. Yeah. And built it back. Yeah. And witnessed it at least once. I've, uh, uh, yeah. Maybe twice. Twice. But, 
the full Glarner. The full mm-hmm. Glarner. And it, that's not, it's nice to know that you don't have to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't have to make it worse, worse by drinking. Because even as you're all saying this, it's like if you were drinking... Oh man, the chaos! You would—you are not the center of the chaos anymore. No. Do you know what I'm no, saying? You're just a player in the mm-hmm. in someone in else's weird. Yeah, <laughs> you're not the game itself. Yeah, you're um, not the one that's creating a lot of this, which is yeah. good. And you would be. Oh, I would be. Yeah, I think any of us would. Be. Yeah, you—you you can totally. You know, I was all alone in chaos. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and uh, uh, but Big John. Uh, yeah. I do know who you're talking yeah. about. That is not his Christian name. It's Anonymity not. is important. Mm. Uh, that's true. So It's Little John. Yeah. Little John. <laughs> I was going to say Lil. L-I-L. Yeah. He raised his bedazzled chalice. Um, Chris? Man, I, I, got, I was going off on all sorts of tangents about burning it down. I think I was fortunate that I got to pull geographics all the time. Yeah. So okay. I would do these little mini burns. Yeah. You know, like sort of like, like. <laughs> for a while, they've centered around what school I happened to be going to for that year. Yeah. What what university? And yeah. and then I would just sort of flame out of that year of going to school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just get to move like whatever, go back home and like never to return to that particular school yeah. again. Yeah. But. Uh, you know, after you know, being did you did you make it through school? No, I went to five different. Uh, what are they called? Post. What are they called? University. Colleges, universities. universities. <laughs> yeah, just a bit, but post high school, I went to five different things, universities. Yeah, some of note. And, yes, uh, all good, right? I yeah, think if you knew what to call them. I would have been done. What is this place? What do you call uh, these places? But uh, come here. (laughs) And uh, I I would say I have my guess is maybe enough for one year's worth of credit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I would go and by the end of that's like worse than John Belushi and Animal House, dude. Oh yeah, by the end of it, it would just it would always turn into just about partying and being yeah. The party dude. So you just wouldn't go to class, wouldn't even I'd try. I'd stop going to class. Yeah. And I but would. But you were in art school, weren't you? Well, I, that's not how I started. Oh. I, just regular school? I started. Just yeah, doing regular classes? At, yeah. yeah. At a instant, fine institution of higher learning, just a regular old freshman dude. Mm-hmm. Um, perpetrated the worst act of vandalism, according to the dean on the campus yeah. up to that point. Uh, fire? Ever. Yeah, fire. Fire was involved. Burnt down. Fire yeah, is some the... shit. Wow, um, yeah. that's the alpha yeah. of vandalism. Yeah, <laughs> it's capital V, bro. But so literally burning shit down. Yeah, yeah. and well, actually, and then another school. I think it was the second one I went to uh, <clears throat> was burning shit. It wasn't really a pyromaniac. I mean, I guess I was. That's. I guess I was. I think if you burn two things, you're kind of you're going that way. Yeah. Well, and yeah. we we jokingly said our our frat, my buddy and I, was pyro. Uh huh. Yeah. And, uh, you did major in arson, in all <laughs> fairness. I, I never arsoned shit. <laughs> I burnt shit by accident and purposefully. <laughs> but accidentally did it. Anyway. Thought it, so, say. yeah. I mean, I had these little... Yeah. They, they were more isolated. It wasn't like... And until the final one, the rock bottom ones, when I just leveled all the elements of a fully functioning life. Mm-hmm. You know, job, health home relationships yeah. and everything and just 
you know, tore it to the ground and hit for to, the cycle. Yeah. Had to rebuild. Okay. But have you had in your sobriety? Yeah. How many of those well, things have you had where you've, like, a lot of mine have been self inflicted job problems? Well, my, I, I, I would say I've had the one over. main major, one major one, which was, and you guys were there for it, yeah. which, which is me just devolving into a completely miserable sack of shit. Oh, yeah. I and, that. uh, yeah, and just, you know, yeah, not, I, I, not participating that. in life in a very pleasant way at all. I love and, that uh, sack of shit, though, man. And uh, <laughs> we became friends in that. You guys were. Period. Yeah. Yeah, we were tight. Yeah. But I was just unhappy and yeah. a jerk. But, uh, and so then, and that's, and, you know. Yeah, that's the one. Was that the, the one, one in sobriety that you would look at? I'd say that's the one, the worst yeah. incidence of me just. Having, do you feel like you had to start arguably over? trashing a yeah. really decent yeah. career in doing yeah. what I did? You know, yeah, in a sense, yeah. I mean, yeah. just throwing it all away and like not looking back, just yeah. hmm. burning the bridges. Yeah, may I burn the bridges to light my way mm-hmm. forward? Yeah. Um, do you do you regret any of that now? Just back and say, oh, uh, certainly. And I hope I've said. I feel like I have said this since we got on yeah. this podcast. We talked. I regret um, making your life harder. Yeah, which I, which I don't remember it that way. I, I remember. Yes, you were very grumpy, yeah. but I remember. But it made your it, yes. it made your life harder. Yes, yes. and now it's not. Yeah, and I regret yeah. that. Yeah, um, I regret just being a miserable dude. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Two people. But and do you think this was a de- this was a depression thing? No, think it, it was it, a... I think there was depression in in you know, it was intertwined. It was inter it was intermingled. And by the way, welcome Julie to the chat town. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for being here. Um but uh I uh I was also just I had, I had developed a weird um this is insecurity just yeah. about my place and what I deserved and my role yeah. and yeah. my value and, um, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, and doing what I did. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just wasn't processing it very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. You, that's interesting. you, uh, you live on in my mythology. Hmm. You're like a campfire story for, young creatives mm. i'm like i worked with this guy mm. <laughs> who would walk into a meeting mm. and get the brief mm. and then be like i'm not gonna do that <laughs> and i just loved it I, I i personally i enjoyed it because you only wanted to do things that were fulfilling to you and that you could use your gifts for higher purpose you know we worked together on some pretty cool stuff yeah. but um, anyway, I get I I get what you're saying. But, um, I get what you're saying, man. Yeah. How many have you had? Uh, sober? No. Yes, sober. Zero. Sober. I have start overs. Succeeded. To yeah. be honest with you, isn't that I'm interesting? Very fortunate. Yeah. yeah. Every time I've been sober, I've just been like doing the deal, getting promoted. Yeah. Getting good stuff happening in life. Yeah. Um, but. I burned it down hard in Chicago. Yeah. All the way to the ground. Stopped going into work. And this was using. This was using. Okay. Yeah. And then I burned it down 
super hard in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And I had it just when you guys witnessed this a yes. few years ago. Yes. Uh, twice. Twice. Yeah, I burned it down <clears throat> once. I started to rebuild. Like, I had the infrastructure in place, foundation mm-hmm. poured. Mm-hmm. Like, got a job, got a place, things are going to happen. And then I was like, no, they're not. And I just <laughs> brought out the wrecking ball again. But God. that was always grounded in, you know, massive use and, mm. yeah. dr- and drinking. And the last two times, which were only like a year apart, was yeah. just straight up booze. Booze. Yeah. Booze, booze. And, and wow. you know, I mixed in some other stuff, but it was really just vodka. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Of, see, here's the interesting. Like, I don't. I guess I did get to the point where I was just drinking whatever. Yeah, of course I did. What am I thinking? Um, I was gonna say just drinking whatever was around to drink it, and of course I did. <laughs> I don't know what what Only revisionist history I was gonna flippers. write. But what what I was thinking though was talking about pumpkin spice inspired by Jeff's shirt, which uh-huh. is pumpkin spicy. Yeah, it's pumpkin spice. Super um, super spicy. It made me. It reminds me day. of fall, obviously. Yes, mm-hmm. and. Starting in fall, I was like, oh, shit, my jam is hot chocolate with peppermint schnapps in it. Mm-hmm. That's what you drink. Like, I would I would drink that all the fucking time because I'm like, well, it's fall. It's festive. It's cool. To, it's okay. You know what I mean? It's sprinkles and a peppermint. Yeah. Like <laughs> sprig. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, just pe- hot chocolate, peppermint schnapps, maybe some marshmallows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. I'm I would drink it, yeah. that. All the time. Wow. Like, that is so like, well, Dinner's festive. over. I guess it's time for hot chocolate and peppermint schnapps, and you'll have like a few of those. Wow. Um, How old are you when this is happening? 20s. Okay. I mean, I think te- I drank like, peppermint schnapps in like high school. Because it was just, it, yeah. it was like, it, yeah. it was one of those things where you're, it felt legitimate. Like, this sure. is okay. This is cool. It's fun. It's quirk. You know, it's like, I'm a dude with like dreads and like looking all yeah. punk rock, but I'm drinking peppermint. <laughs> and I remember when, I quit drinking, thinking the first time somebody offered me hot chocolate, I'm like, "Well, no, because I can't put peppermint schnapps in. I don't want. I don't like hot chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> you know that shit. It's it, it like that's funny. It's funny when that was a seasonal affectation, mm. but I I can remember when certain trends just dovetailed and intersected mm. with my alcoholism. It was just such a treat. Like when the vendor, I, like when martinis got mm. really popular, like mm-hmm. when swingers was out and everybody mm-hmm. was fucking swing dancing and yeah. all that bullshit. And they opened a martini bar near my place in Chicago. Yeah. And I had my first actual Manhattan, martini. I'm like, this is just booze. <laughs> <laughs> this is cool to drink. And it's just a big goblet of fucking fire water. Yeah. I'm like, I love martini. <laughs> so that was my jam for a while. You know, yeah, yeah. exactly. And it was just circumstance. It, it made it okay right. to get blind. Mm hmm. Because it's three funny. of those yeah. and you are time travel yeah. drunk. Yeah. That's funny. Well, you can dress it up oh, yeah. in some other. Like rapping, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you remember what day, what day you got sober on? Yeah, that went around tonight. Like what? What the actual day of the week was? Oh, I think it was Thursday. Thursday, I think so. I'd have to look it up. Mine yeah. was a Saturday. But yeah. so they were talking about that. Like the guy today was like, "This is the exact day." Like Wednesday, it was a wow. Wednesday, wow. twenty nine years ago. I'm like, "Oh, that's crazy that you'd remember mm-hmm. that." Mine was a Saturday going into mm-hmm. Sunday. I mean, my last drink was at 2 a.m. Uh, the Wednesday before. Okay. Like the the day before, so I didn't count it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until the I had the full day. Yeah. Not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. 
until you had the 24. Oh, because right. you drank that day, technically. That night, yeah. I had like yeah. uh, maybe a quarter of a flask, you know, a little pint of vodka left. Yeah. I was staying at my parents' house, and I knew I was going in rehab the next day. Yeah. So I saved it until I couldn't sleep. Then I'm like, all right, here we go. Clunk, clunk. <laughs> so you knew that was it. Yeah, that was it. But then, uh, I, you know, then I had to go in the hospital the next day for... <laughs> DTs? Yeah, <laughs> detox. Oh. Yeah, that's interesting. I guess because I planned mine for a date. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if I would remember the day if I hadn't done that. But no, I don't remember the day. You don't remember the day? Uh-uh. Huh. Interesting. Um, no. What does that make me think of? Um... And you're you're 21 years now. 21 years. So yeah. your sobriety can drink legally. Yeah, I know it's amazing. Wow. Speaking of which, you know what's weird? I never have drinking dreams. Yeah, or people that comes I. up sometimes on whatever social media. Or so I'll see it. Yeah. Um, but I just realized because I just had one. And it wasn't even my my biggest main thing, and not for, certainly not for a long time. I have weed smoking dreams. Ooh. Occasionally. Yeah. What were you like, doing in your dream? Smoking a lot of weed. Just like... Getting high. Yeah. Yeah. Were you in uh, outside, inside, on a porch? I can't remember. Yeah. I just remember... It, it's, you just remember smoking weed? It was, I think it was like last week. Um, I, is it... Weed... I think is maybe because it's fucking the, everywhere. Yeah. It's yeah. in the news all the time. I, yeah, it's, they're going to put everything in every drink. I mean, just it's in the drinks in business. It's, it's legal yeah, in Canada. Yeah. Last week, this week. Even some guy tonight was like, I tried the medical stuff. But I wouldn't try it recreationally. And this is a fucking dude with bazillions of years. I'm mm-hmm. like, did that just come out of your mouth? Oh, it's gonna. It makes it dicey. I, I know. know. Well, and you know what's interesting? We had. Well, I guess we're transitioning off the horn or the loop. There, uh, one of our listeners, E E from Toronto, uh, is is sober pulling for two years. Intend to stay that way. Show gives me a sense of community. Um, cannabis legalized in. Canada today. Yeah, today. Um, I think many people still draw a line between drug of cannabis and the normal act of drinking. I think people's hypocrisy about their drinking will be exposed when set against the use of cannabis. Both are intoxicants in any quantity. Many people seem to think that drinking is more benign. Um, I don't know that I do. I don't think I do either. I'd say the exact opposite. Less benign. Yeah, totally. I, I think, think that's why in the in the dreams where I smoke weed, not that I'm eager to smoke weed or interested or think about it in my waking life, but it it has happened periodically over the years, maybe probably more than once, even like in the past this year, yeah, like a few times I've had it. I realized, um, but I don't freak out about. It. I'm not freaked out about. It. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm smoking some weed. Yeah, <laughs> in, in the dream, in the dream, like oh, this is cool. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which is weird. I don't because you know lots. But of you wake up and think, oh, I'd like to smoke some weed. Like, oh no, it just doesn't even no, face I, you. I just wake up and like, that was weird. Yeah, you know, that was, just um, a dream. It was that a dream. Was, it was fine. Yeah, but uh, yeah, weed. I mean, people talk about waking up from their drinking dreams like freaked out. By yeah, it. yeah. Um, but I, I, used, I used to wake up and and think, yeah, I've had those early. Yeah, where you wake up and think you relapsed, which is fucking horrifying. Yeah, and then you're like, okay, it was just a dream. That Thank would God. be horrifying. I have like. Uh, Big time amphetamine dreams, like bath salt dreams. Wow. Like, like do I have enough? Yeah. Uh, where's the stash? Do I have it on me? Where I'm going to go, do I have enough to get through? You know, like yeah, uh, yeah. when you're really hooked on something yeah. and you have to parcel it out and plan it. Yeah. And, you know, it's 
like, oh. okay, I better get some before this because I'm going to need some for this. And yeah. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. That's the that's the worst feeling. Yeah. Of oh, drug the use panic is of not having enough. Yeah. Or just constantly having to think through every moment of your life. Yeah. And how much how you're going to get through it. Yeah. And how your drugs are going to stack up. Oh, yeah, and there were a number of instances oh. where, like, something would go wrong. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't you know, get the something drugs. Something would open in a bag and spill, and yeah. and I'm on a trip, and it's like, oh, fuck. How am I going to make it through? Oh. And these are the bath salts. Yeah, this was, uh, yeah, uh, MDPV. MTV, PV. MDPV, yeah, MDPV. which is, like, super cocaine. Yeah. Super, super scary, but... Ooh. That's crazy. So you still have dreams about that? Yeah, I do, but not the getting high, not the using hmm. the just the anxiety of whether you're going to have enough. Hiding oh, the anxiety of like all. I feel like ninety percent of my dreams are grounded in some form of latent anxiety. Huh. You know? Yeah. Um, but that's true. That's yeah. I wonder what that means. I wonder what that means that you have the dream. But then I wonder what it means in the rest of your life. You know, if you're interpreting the dreams, yeah. What is that really? I don't mean? know. My my shrink says we're going to get into some dream stuff. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Dream stuff. Um, so here's a, a thing. Lynn's talking about she has a friend who smokes weed in the rooms. Yeah. Um, but doesn't talk, not in the rooms, but in the room she has a friend that smokes weed. Um, and... Does she smoke? Yeah, not in the actual right. room no, that she's in. Everybody, we're good with this. Very difficult. Um, so, what's interesting is, like, yeah. when I first met you, yeah, there's no secret. You were smoking mad weed. I was smoking and mad weed in my mind. Yeah, because weed is such a benign substance. I was raised, yeah, with weed basically. You were, um, and and I think I've smoked weed with your father. Oh yeah, with my dad. <laughs> yeah, Jeff smoked weed with my dad. Um, Jesse pulled out the biggest bag of weed yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, um, you, I've heard of this bag. <laughs> I was like, Jesse, where did you get that? And uh, so it never it never once did it make me question your sobriety. Isn't that interesting? Like I never thought yeah. that anything about it. I just yeah. thought, well, Jeff smokes a lot of weed. Yeah. But he's That's cool. sober, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it, it, it didn't. Yeah. It, it didn't impact my sense of you as as a sober person or not as a sober person yeah yeah um i i've known people in the rooms and in the program who've smoked weed you yeah. know and everybody's deal is their deal right you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i don't i don't pass judgment on anybody else's deal uh, mm-hmm. but um yeah it doesn't it doesn't bother me mm-hmm. but i mean i know personally smoking weed for me if i have access Mm. is going to be daily, regular thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like anything I do that feels good, yeah. my physiological reaction is, mm-hmm. this is what we do now. Yeah. yeah. Anything. So, <clears throat> excuse me. like a big bag of weed and I mm-hmm. would mean I'm high 24-7 right. until yeah. it's gone. Yeah, yeah. Not good, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I was on a marijuana maintenance pro, and I didn't realize it at the right. time when I met you. Right. I was just smoking weed and having was in a bad relationship and just kind of in yeah. a bad space but, and getting high a lot. Right. But and and my experience with that, as I always say, is ultimately it's it didn't like weed doesn't 
doesn't have the effects of alcohol for me anyway. It wasn't destructive. Mm-hmm. I didn't make bad decisions. No. I didn't drive on it. I wasn't an asshole. I didn't no. say stupid shit. Mm-hmm. You know, all the shit that alcohol does. You don't wake oh, up you hungover. You said some dumb shit. I probably did say some dumb <laughs> no, shit, but it was, okay. it was funny dumb. It was like high dumb, <laughs> right, you know. Was, um, <laughs> but I, and we've talked about this before. I've, I like, like weed because I think it helps you re- combine things you know and new in different ways mm-hmm. and that's creativity and right. I think you get to that quick and it's just easy mm-hmm. when you smoke. Anyway, but it doesn't fix you. That's the no. problem. It doesn't ultimately yeah. do right. the thing that right. you're looking for. It doesn't fix you. So then it's like, oh, so it doesn't actually ultimately work mm-hmm. in the way that we want all this shit to work. No, you know? It, it, that's, that's the key. It that's doesn't a, fix you. Yeah. Yeah, no matter what you're doing <laughs> right. under the influence of anything, it is an altered you. It yeah. isn't a true you. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not the pure you. But but I wonder in the program, because like I've have I have a sponsor, sponsee who weed was his drug of choice. That's why he was in oh, it. Well, there you go. And so yeah. should not smoke in this right. big thing. But I could see I I have known people also who smoke weed and come to meetings yeah and they re- they don't want to drink that's why they're at the meeting mm-hmm. yeah so it doesn't you know it's like they're they come day because they just like anybody else they don't want to go drink again sure drinking was was their drug of choice yeah now and whether weed was or not it's just a weird mm-hmm. it's that weird drug that's that's i don't know and then now with the way that they're refining it and pulling the certain terpenes out and they can can literally control the exact high right. you experience which is also strange for the medical side of it and the sure. anxiety side of it and the it's just like you know we've all talked extensively about the antidepressants that yeah uh, you know sure. and it's kind of does this i don't know does it do the same thing i don't fucking know yeah if it's prescribed by a doctor if, if a doctor says hey smoke some weed for your anxiety would you mm-hmm. I, you know, <laughs> if you were prescribed some if you're prescribed, medical marijuana yes. for anxiety, would I smoke it? Yes. <laughs> They'd probably I, just give it to you in pill form, I would think. I would, oh, would I take a pill? It would be oh, a pill. Like Marinol or like be a pill. some controlled bet. I don't know. I think I... You're making it really hard for me. Here. <laughs> I don't know about for anxiety. I would... I'm thinking more and more in terms of depression. Okay, All depression. these new tests with psilocybin and... and yeah. Uh, and, and MDMA and um, acid, acid, uh, good old acid. All these, all these studies yeah. are encouraging to me. I would in a heartbeat. I mean, yeah, they're little tiny, some, tiny yeah. doses. Yeah, micro, prescribed by a doctor. Yeah, microdosing mm-hmm. on these things is supposed to have phenomenally beneficial, positive outcomes on depression for long yeah. terms. Like, wow. Like one, I was, you know, some study has like one microdose of like LSD, like basically cures your depression for like six months. Wow. You know, you're not, and I'm like, let's. That's pretty good. Let's do it. Let's do that. You know. Interesting. Okay. And and, uh, some people on the chat, Lynn was talking about harm reduction. Like for some people, weed is harm reduction for them because they are not drinking. Oh, yeah. I get that. I do too. I get that because you're not going to overdose on it. Yep. It's the le- it's by far the lesser harmful, right? Right, but yeah. it but it can lead if you use the way that we use, yeah, or the way that I use, right? That's bad. It wouldn't necessarily be harm reduction. It would be a constant altered state. Yeah, you'd be Brad Pitt in uh, that one movie, Floyd. Floyd. 
<laughs> well, no, but it would just lead to the hiding and the lying and yeah. all the things that ultimately yes. are really bad. I will say of my addiction. That's where I got when I was on my marijuana mates. I was a I was hiding things and lying. Mm-hmm. I was doing those things that I was doing when I was using drugs. On, With that, when you were when I was smoking weed. Oh, interesting. Yeah, was, I was like certainly from the woman I was with, uh, hiding and lying. Yeah, and I have such a predilection toward uh, hiding and lying. I still hide things and lie. Yeah, I I, I, I even you know yeah, yeah. and it's you. You find them, you're just, because you don't want to confront them, or they're just silly little things, or they're big things, or what, just uh, habitual things? It doesn't even matter. Some silly, some habitual, some little, some maybe not little, but just, it's the behavior. Like, that. ultimately, that's what I want to rid myself of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's great. Yeah, I don't drink, Mm -hmm. I don't do drugs. Super. But it's the behaviors that... Mm -hmm are troubling and that yeah. take more time mm-hmm. and more work to rid myself of. I want to be an open, honest, free person. Mm-hmm. And I still have some trappings. I still have this addict mind. Yeah. Oh, I do too, mate. I'm right there with do you. Things yeah. that, or makes it okay for me to do things that aren't okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're, you're, it, it sounds so ridiculous, but yeah. it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I will still feel the same shame mm-hmm. and the same remorse because it's the it, the behavior is what makes yeah you know yeah yeah no sense? I hear you but yeah it's it, it's interesting and for us that's that's funny because that is another really fine line between trying to avoid fighting mm-hmm. not co- trying to avoid confrontation a white lie not to hurt someone's feelings right. or a white just mm-hmm. something where easily justifiable certainly part of the human condition everyone does it you see it all the time you know versus what a rigorous honesty thing right yep where you're like oh that's that behavior isn't like everyone else's behavior that behavior didn't doesn't lead everyone else to where it led us or just the way it makes you feel or the way it makes you put a lie on another lie or whatever right it's it is a feeling of being out of control of having to manage any untruths is right. a scary place for us to be because it brings back so much. Yeah. Fuck. Right. And, I'm, and that's something I'm, I'm working on it now, but it's very easy <clears throat> conversely to be, to say to yourself, why do I need to hold myself to this higher standard? Yeah. Wherein everybody else, it seemingly yeah. gets to do whatever they want. Yeah. Starting it with their president, you know? Yeah. Well, I know. It is crazy. It's difficult. I know. That is tough. So, sobriety's a good place to be. (laughs) I like this island. Um, You know what that means. (laughs) Speed round. Speed round. Um, Where we all know. Ron's saying CBD is the way to go. CBD is all over the place. Yeah, you know me. It really is. You know me indeed. Um, got CBD lotion in our cupboard at home. Yeah. Uh, it's everywhere. You do? Yeah. And it's going to be everywhere next. Don't use it because I don't have pain. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but I want to get some CBD lotion. Yeah. It's 
it, it absolutely does nothing to you from a psychological standpoint. Yeah. I know. I tried. I tried some oil, and I ultimately my wife used it. My wife, my wife. yeah, she loves it because it doesn't do anything. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck's the point of this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Things that don't do anything don't appeal to me. But right. I just, I, I want to feel. I was just listening to a comedian to did this bit. I'll try to find it so I can post it. I will not do it service, but he goes. I'm going to punch the next person that tries to explain CBD oil to me. <laughs> and it's because it's like, whatever. He's like, what, so what is it? And they're like, well, it's like marijuana, but it does this and this. It comes from marijuana. So, so it doesn't have any THC? He's like, no, but I don't know. It's like yeah. this whole thing where it's all, it yeah. is like marijuana, but it's not like marijuana. Yeah. But, so it doesn't do anything? No, it does all these things. I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. I it's have truly, no, truly. I know. I think, like it's, no, I think it's kind of snake oil. Yeah. But it's probably good, but it oh, could be it, snake oil. It definitely helps people. Um, it definitely helps people. You're saying that for a, sure. Okay. Oh, I think it definitely helps people. All right. It's an industry, man. It's an it's industry. An industry. I mean, Jeffrey. Yeah. Are you going to be doing a CBD? We, we are. We've beer? talked about it. Yes. And we. So it's going in lots of drinks next year. We can't put it in our beer because. There's alcohol on the premise, you, and it's still a Schedule One drug, even if it's made from hemp. It's just this weird regulation. So we probably we would probably have it. Wait, CBD Schedule One is no, yes. You but then, how are people it. selling it? Uh, they're just doing it illegally. They're no. just kind of doing it under under. Huh. The, yeah, all the all the stores around here. That's wild. It's, There's a storefront called CBD. No, I know, I know, and the state Morgan hasn't. Ford. And it if it was just the state, we'd do it. Huh? It's. We're worried about our federal license, right. and yeah. it's not my brewery. And so, anyway, whatever. Um, so that is the problem for us. Right. But anyway, but I just think it's yeah. But it's everyone has. I mean, I get yeah. If we could do it, we'd do it. Hmm. It's crazy. Um, but I bought a bunch of it, like to see. And there's hmm. lots. You know, you start to learn about the industry and how it's made, and the different kinds, and all what it does, mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And it's still. I think it's a little snake oil in there. I just Could don't. Be. Yeah, it's like a little snake oil. I don't know. <laughs> it's like I try. I remember like there was a period where I was like when I didn't want to take, yeah, uh, you know, prescription antidepressants, and it's like you know, take St. John's Ward. It's great for depression. I'm like, no, it's not. It, doesn't, it didn't do shit. <laughs> that's funny. It's like that's the way I feel about. It. Yeah. If they had uh, antidepressants prescription that you smoked <laughs> there's also the, right. the mode of consumption for yeah. me yeah like a pill never had a problem with pills mm. but if they were like yeah no this is a citalopram you chop it into fat rails and just blow that shit i probably wouldn't be cool with that you know things i put in my mouth no not a big deal uh, snorting them it's awesome right. snorting them smoking them <laughs> just like people with the needle thing you know, there's like the way you take this time you me gotta... off i've got to take my <laughs> zoloft that is so funny making a homemade pipe is where it's at off. right huh making a homemade pipe that's where mm-hmm. it's at oh where Jeff, you're like you desperately know, i'm macgyver <laughs> When Jeff uh, did a wellness check on me in my loft, he that's found my, that's my favorite moment. A sweet, like <laughs> it's like what the fuck? I gotta smoke my Lexapro out of this Coke can. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> make an apple bong for my gravity bong for my Lexapro. Yeah, yeah I had like a oh, tinfoil God. Gandalf pipe. You did. Yeah. 
in my apartment. <laughs> Jeff was very so funny. It's like, what the what fuck is this? I know. Like, go buy a real fucking pipe. If you're going to be an addict, mm-hmm. go get a fucking pipe. Yeah, that would mean it was serious, <laughs> Jeff. I was I wasn't addicted. No, you weren't at all. Man. Not at all. <laughs> I just didn't need people or money or anything. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, while well, we're on the topic of brewing, okay, yeah, sixteen-year-old, yeah, Northern Ireland, mm-hmm. Dateline, Northern Ireland. Oh, shit. Sorry, I was doing that wrong. How do you do that? Uh, Dateline, October seventeenth. That's today. Yep, today. Earlier, Hannah today. Hughes, sixteen from Dromore, Northern Ireland, came up with the idea for a sugar and calorie calorie-free driver's gin. Nice. Upon brainstorming a new skill as part of the Duke of Edinburgh's award scheme, whatever that means. Uh, with her parents' distillery, mm-hmm. he was craft distillery at her disposal. The teen set about creating an alcohol-free gin. Jeez. Um, so she won some award from the Duke of Edinburgh. Nice! Um, even though, her, you know, of course she's got her parents' gin. distillery at her disposal. Uh, it's called Driver's Gin. That's includes nice. botanicals of juniper, coriander, black peppercorns, cubebs. I don't even know what that is. Huh. And sweet orange. The drink is available now at her family's gastropub in Moira Co. Down. Wow. Um, That's pretty cool. So anyway, 16-year-old developing yeah. a alcohol-free, alcohol-free gin. gin. Alcohol-free gin? I know. It just sounds not fun Jiggle on a number of levels. Yeah. Nah, Which is nah, kind nah, of... Nah. Seed Lip kind of had that vibe. But did but you... When of. we had Seed Lip, if you were... I, I was not a cocktail drinker, so I just wasn't my thing. But... Did you like it? Would you? Would you? Did you get it? I think. How did we drink Seed Lip? Did we sip it like a? We sipped, sipped it. it like and then we mixed it. A shot. Did we mix it with something? Yeah. Uh, no. Tonic. No. We took it. Oh, you're right. I think we just straight up. Yeah. If if I was to drink it was Seed Lip, I'd have gross. to put it. It was. <laughs> yeah. I, it was not my favorite. It okay. was not. But were you guys cocktail drinkers? Uh, no, I didn't give a shit. I, I drank I cocktails. I, I, I needed something drink more. A lot. Robust. robust in my cocktail though like i mean screwdrivers bloody marys yeah. um yeah i'm with you like something with a little Pow. weight to it yeah you I'm know a little yeah but things like i mean uh, gnt's gin, gin and tonics, tonics no. never my favorite okay uh, gin was probably my least favorite alcohol yeah other Internet. than like whiskey it made me mean it was a tequila made kind of, me. Yeah. Tequila made me unconscious. Right. But do you think there's a market for this? Sure, absolutely. Okay. That's why Sea Lips doing well. That's why yeah. Striker C-Lip's doing is doing really out. well. I know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to do something with Sea Lip yeah. to enjoy it. I think like, uh, yeah. but it, it would yeah put it with something. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it another chance. I was not an alcoholic cocktail person, but I think I'm gonna be a non-alcoholic yeah. cocktail person. I'm gonna try it. Yeah, why not? Well, I I I only mixed to, and I'm talking late stage alcoholism yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, I only mixed to make it more potable mm-hmm. and more tolerant. I would mix grapefruit juice with my vodka, but then it would get to a certain point where I didn't need that. Mm-hmm. I just would keep it in the freezer and take it right out of the bottle. Wow! Mm-hmm. And then it got to the point where I didn't need the freezer. I didn't need the bottle. Yeah, I just <laughs> put a baggy trough, a <laughs> <laughs> garbage bag, booze, drag it around behind me. <laughs> That's funny. We're we're going to try a non-alcoholic drinks night at uh, the Blue Moon first Saturday of the month. I love sober it. Saturdays. So bar, so bar, so bar. Started out at a different 
bar, I thought. Well, yeah, I, we, we've been trying to figure out where it's going to be, but I think it's going to be the first one is going to be at the Blue Moon. Okay. Not yeah. A nice proper dive bar. Nice proper dive bar. But I keep thinking we should get some of these... Uh, I'm going to go. Seed lippy things, because I know we're going to have beer. Yeah. And we're going to have mocktails. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if we should get a bottle of seed lip and... It's, Why? I, I don't, it's not here yet, so you got to order it from. Oh, you do got to get it from you. Yeah, it's a little spendy, isn't it? In, yeah, it was expensive to get a bottle over here. Oh fuck! Um, but anyway, I think it'll be fun. I think Striker is going to be here. Striker sounds fucking scary. It sounds terrifying. It's Dead Striker from a terrible airplane. Name. Terrible like, name. Is it with a Y? Like S T R Y. It better be because if it wasn't oh, with man. a Y, they so should change uh, it right now. It's got like a late '80s metal band spelling. Totally, it wow. does. Slayer, Striker, Striker, I love it. Striper. That's probably what they're playing on. Remember Striper? Striper was an 80s metal band. And they were a Christian metal band, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Oh, no, it's not Striker. It's just Strike. S-T-R-Y-K-K, which is just as bad, if not worse. That's double douchey. <laughs> I, but is it, is it a, a, a non-alcoholic spirit? like that. All their... All their um, they're, they're doing a number of spirits. Okay. And all of them are called not... Whatever the actual spirit is, so it's not called whiskey. like strike, not gin, strike, not rum. Okay, strike, which is uh, as a it's as a better. nomenclature for sure. non-alcoholic spirits. Yeah. I like where they're going with strike that in a way, but yeah, it's still think... it's framing yourself in the negative as opposed to. I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. Okay, I don't like it. I don't want to. Drink I don't like the name. Well, being the name. not beer. beer. That's a good point. And in the name, oh, yeah. I don't think I could put well being not beer grammatical anomaly like that in my body <laughs> all mm-hmm. right all right but maybe i'd give it a shot i'd give it a shot let's give it a shot <laughs> just to make fun is of it, it in, are more. they in the u.s I, I can't i can't remember i'm trying to look it up but okay it's such an uh, american so let's uh foul yeah strike before we get strike. too far out the door let's say if uh, anybody has any interest shoot something on the chat line or uh Maybe has any interest in talking to us for one to ten minutes. Um, if not, that's cool. We'll always have these lines open. Um, I know some people uh, have reached out and talked about you know they they're coming. They're they're they're, they're, they're coming. Some you know someday they're going to show up and, and call in. Yeah. Um, which which is great. That's cool. You know, um, I I should get Mrs. G, my mom, Kathy, to call uh, in. And blast us with some hardcore. That would be AA awesome. Love that would be she so. She does awesome. listen. I I wouldn't live? even know what to say. No, or, not no, live. On not delay. live. Uh, probably because she's at a meeting. Mrs. G. Her. Mrs. G. No, oh, no, she doesn't go to evening meetings anymore. But um, because she's a working woman. Um, that'd be awesome. Yeah, she is a font of serenity yeah. and sobriety, and just so grounded and yeah. so. Yeah, like managing life yeah. using the tools of sobriety yeah. every day. Yeah. Ooh. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, I know. Chills. Let's get her on. And I'm so lucky to have That's awesome. a line to that kind yeah. of sobriety. Like yeah. she sends me readings every morning. Does she really? Oh, yeah. That's so cool. Oh, yeah. Hazelden in my inbox. Ah, nice. Mm. And it is it is. If you read that, that shit I helps if you read it that does, shit. It does. And really I don't does. believe in... I don't believe in shit. I don't believe in a <laughs> damn no, horoscopes. Yeah. Kismet. Yeah. Karma. Nothing. All horse feathers. Yeah. But 
I'll tell you, sometimes those readings of the day really good are just, they are so apropos. Yep. It's creepy. I agree. I'm with you. When they, they practically say, Matt, you know, <laughs> like, how'd you know my name, Hazelton? Hey, Hazelton. I mean, I am a alumni, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Once Hazelton, always Hazelton. That's Matt. right. They can't kick you out. It's the Harvard of rehab. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, it's more expensive than Harvard, obviously. Hazelton? Uh, Hazelton. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. On a day yeah. rate basis. Yeah. What's crazy, that, well, I, I, I don't know. What, it would seem that rehab facilities, it seemed like they'd always, like they'd be full all the time. Yeah. But there's such a, a weird uh, predatory Mm-hmm. industry set up around filling those beds yeah it, it is so thirsty it it really is disheartening mm. if you try to search anything mm-hmm. around recovery online you will get a the first page mm. is going to be ads for yeah. rehabs. It, it's going to be sponsored content trying yeah. to get you in a rehab facility yeah yeah, yeah. it well, wasn't like that no and even no, if you get to a, a site, I mean, you have to weed through all the sites that are all just br- essentially Frontage broker sites. fronts, yeah, fronts yeah. Mm-hmm. with 800 numbers yeah. that have different schemes, but one of really two, I think, for connecting you to the, you know, to get help. They all involve making sure you have good insurance so yeah. that they can get the insurance. Um, and what's what's really kind of frustrating, too, is even like facing addictions rehab directory, which I think they promote as like, you know, a mm-hmm. comprehensive listing. Of, really. It's just not. I was looking no. in Missouri. There's no. There are no safeguards on it. It's no. still just a bunch of. You know, it's a red. It's a whoever. It's just who. It's whatever. Yeah. It, it, yeah. There's no um, ranking. Uh, you know, rehab reviews, which uh, you know used to is what bought after party. <clears throat> um, you know they. Uh, you know we've talked. I think who, yeah. who I think we've talked. Anna about this. was talking about how yeah, they Anna just they just send you know somebody out there to do a review, but there's no real um, rigor mm-hmm. to the method methods yeah. of of ranking these things. So there's no. I don't. I don't feel like there is a good source for people yeah, to rely on, other than it's, what yeah. we found out recently, this legit script thing, which yeah. seems like. But it's weird that there's no user generated rehab. Review like Rotten Tomatoes. Like there's, there's like there's Reddit. Yeah. I mean, you can always find there. There are. There are. Oh, sure. There are communities talking about. Yeah. This right. one's good. This one's bad. But it's who knows. It's so difficult to quantify to qualitatively mm-hmm. yeah, analyze yeah. rehab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's to say what works and doesn't work? Yeah. I mean, I got sober in the shittiest right. yeah place right. in some regards, mm-hmm. but wonderful in others. You know exactly. If you were to rate it on a scale, yeah, wouldn't perform that well, right? Mm-hmm. But it got you sober. You were ready. And that's that's another but, huge thing. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's the patient. Ready. I, I think it's ninety percent. Yeah, and I think that's the, the challenge. Though, is it's not the reviews for rehab would have to be qualitative, not quantitative. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like yours. It would be like if you're looking to you know get whatever for for no frills, mm-hmm. yeah, experience that works you know that, that's the kind of thing that would help people as opposed to um you know some glowing review about 
what's the one in on the beach you know yeah, that sober living by the private sea, chefs which, and horseback riding it's like yeah. who cares yeah and if it, it worked for me for yeah. a few years but yeah. it didn't it was all me it yeah. was nothing you know if you want piss tests every other day yeah. and you know and who does front property i give myself <laughs> one all the time just for the sheer pleasure <laughs> so, i'm a hobbyist i am a urinalysis hobbyist there's not, no shame in that no i it's so difficult. I don't even know where you'd begin. Mm-hmm. You know, you could rate the accommodations and the food and the qualifications of those dispensing advice and care. Yeah. And how accredited are they and how, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was at Hazelden, everybody lined up every morning and you got your little cup full of whatever cocktail of antidepressants yeah. and. Anti-craving medication that you're on. Yeah. They watch you take them. Yeah. And then you go back and you go to your meetings and all that stuff. And when I was at the first step house, you can't even take a fucking Tylenol. Yeah. You can take nothing. Yeah. People got kicked out of there for having anything. Yeah. Anything. Any, yeah. Benadryl. A yeah. guy got mm-hmm. in big it's just trouble hardcore. for like, taking an antacid. Yeah. Not Benadryl, whatever it was. But yeah. that's different schools of thought. Yeah. Not if you're thing. not ready, you're not ready. Yeah. If you are ready, you are ready. Yeah. I think that has a lot to do with it. Obviously. Yeah. Um cool. I was gonna say, uh Lynn had sent us a great article from the Orlando Sentinel, Science of Addiction Holds Promise for Fight. Um that uh it's worth a read. Um And it's you know there's some issues we've talked about in a variety of forms over the course of the podcast, um, but uh, you know it just talks about predisposition to addiction and what the you know what the factors are what the, the and, and contribute to it and what the factors are that contribute to getting out of it and uh there i guess there are no simple answers but you know science is uh definitely the best way to look at it but it's cool it's a good article i'm not going to try to do its service and we're winding down so i'm not going to read excerpt right now um but i'll post the link to it but thanks lynn for sending that yeah. um thanks else? everyone for being in the chat room yeah, thank you for yeah having uh, another show in the chat room. I know some of you are going to have to listen to the show because you weren't paying attention. <laughs> that's funny. You're, no, that's fine. That's I love it. I absolutely love that there's another whole thing going on in the chat room. And it's, people, it's great. if you get the chance, come hang out in the chat room. Uh, Mike, it's... Uh, Mixler? It, it, yeah, it's a cool byproduct of doing this after five years that this is happening Absolutely. now. M-I-X-L-R dot com slash since right now. Yeah. And when we're live. Everybody in there is really smart and really engaging. So uh, if you're non-engaging and boring, uh, you know, give it a try anyway. <laughs> so you, could, you won't get found come. out. That's funny. And hang out. In. That's what emojis um, are for. That's right. <laughs> you can be anyone in the chat room, Matt. You can be, be anyone. You can make up a whole thing. Sure yeah. you can. If you're like this, you can be that. Yeah. If you're small, you can be this. Yeah. If big, you can be... Small, you can be big. Big, you can be small. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're not judging. You're in a chat room. Pick your own avatar. That's your own right. name. Be a different person. Right. Do um, <laughs> Jeff, you could be a lady. That's right. That's I, I do that a lot. Sophisticated lady. That's my dream. Oh, 
So we're t- thinking about, I'm still thinking about our thing our, that we're going to do. Yeah. I do think live would be fun. I think we got to figure out yeah, a St. Louis audience because this is where we're going to do it. Okay. Right? We're not going to go anywhere. The first one we, were, yeah. we would do. Here. First one we'll do here. And I think, remember I volunteered at uh, NC, NCAADB? Encada. Yeah. Encada. Um, and I think they might be an interesting partner for the venue and for the audience to, oh, yeah. to give us an audience. Yep. So, yep. Um, so I'm going to reach out to them and see what they think of that idea. Cool. I like it. Um, so that, that may be happening. Yeah. I, I like, like it a lot. I'm, I'm, I think that's cool. I like it a lot. Uh, and they have a good space. Well, they have a space. Yeah. I don't know if it's a great space, but it's a, it's a big room with audio visual stuff going on. And, wow. Yeah. Nice. Um, that, that could fit, you know, people and, Audio visual, like a mega church kind yeah, of situation. Yeah, well, a mini church, a mini church. But they, yeah, they have like a drop-down screen with yeah. an overhead projector. We could do whatever. Could we nice. bring our sound effects? Yeah, that's cool. Bow, bow. Bow, bow. All right, um, sounds good. Anyone, you know, I'm super down. Plug anything? No. Oh, sober Saturdays. I'll, we'll let everyone know. I think it's going to be the first Saturday in November. Mm-hmm. I mean, if people want to come to St. Louis local. just to come. And go to a bar, but it's it's exciting. It's a non-alcoholic bar night. It's going to be an interesting thing to see if we can I get like this it. off the ground, right? Oh, like the potathon, right? You yeah. guys, I almost forgot. Yeah, we're we're still thinking about that. How to the do pot-a-thon. that? Too. Yeah, how to do that? Um, I was definitely talking about that with my wife, my wife, my wife. Uh, this this week, just because if we did it here in this studio, aka my home yeah. office, we'd have to do it for twelve hours, and yeah. uh, she'd have to change the bedpans. Yeah, so, adult diapers. Um, no, no, or we're, diapers. You're we're right. diapering up. Um, put the coffee on. You have to answer the door for the pizza guy and stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be mm-hmm. fun. Um, would be fun. So, and she's all in. Uh, cool. Thanks uh, to everyone in the chat room again. Thanks for everyone that listens. Um, thanks to Dudley Moore for the intro. Yep. Arthur, original version. Yeah. Baby Jesus. And, uh, what up? Give us a rating on iTunes if you can. Uh huh. And thanks as always to DJFM for our wonderful theme. Gentlemen, scholar, DJ. Bye, everybody.